Tuesday to you all here on this dual PGA DFS week. Of course, we've got the Corrales Punta Cana Championship. That's going to be teeing off on Thursday morning, our typical PGA DFS lock time, but not our typical PGA DFS lock time. It is the WGC Match Play Championship. We've got that kicking off tomorrow right around 10.15, and of course, you're going to get Ben Oraz and I leading right up to it on our first true live before lock in quite some time. Check us out tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but before then, you want to learn about a couple of my fades and a couple of my sleepers here for this week? For the WGC Match Play, you have come to the right place. Of course, make sure you like and subscribe here to our channel to get notified when these do come live. And first, we're going to start with our sleepers, then we'll do a new video and talk about our fades. So let's jump in to our sleepers, PGA Top 5 DFS sleepers for the WGC Match Play. But of course, before we do, let's head into the transparency corner for just a minute here. And last week, I got two of my five through the cut. That is not good. Michael Thompson, T19, that is pretty good. Good pivot off of the Luke List, miscut chalk. Not great pivot off the Matt Jones first place chalk, however. Doug Gim was a miscut. Martin Keimer was a miscut. Dylan Fratelli was a miscut. So was Eric Van Ruyen. But let's talk about him for a minute. I'm going to go back into him here this week. Let's talk about why. When we look at the group breakout, Eric Van Ruyen, in my opinion, is in the weakest group there is. Daniel Berger is the A seed, but Daniel Berger's hurt right now. He had to withdraw from the Honda Classic. Here he is coming to play this week, having terrible Records here already. Got hurt last time he was here at Austin Country Club. Just not going for him. Then you look at Harris English. Harris English is definitely on a regression little spout here since he won the Tournament of Champions. Certainly hasn't played nearly as well as that. And then there's Brendan Todd who, yeah, sure, if he gets that putter going, could certainly be a little dangerous there. But if you're looking to try and get somebody through... I think that Brendan Todd or Eric Van Ruyen, I guess, in this spot, both going to be under 10% owned, both going to be under $6,500, which you're going to need to do this week. You're going to need to find at least one or two of those golfers that get through to the Sweet 16 that are below 7K if you suspect somebody like John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau are going to face off in the finals. So if that's the case, we need one of these through to get through. One of my top sleepers in that realm is Eric Van Ruyen. Of course, if you think that Brendan Todd's going to beat him, I guess you can go ahead and start with him. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to my second sleeper here. This is a tough one. Again, the way that the salaries broke out this week and the way that the match play brackets, of course, broke out, it's very tough to make a quality lineup with two studs. You can, of course, do it with one, but two studs, very difficult. Like I mentioned, trying to pair up DeChambeau and Rom, much harder this year than it was a couple of years ago when we last had this event. The next guy I want to talk about is Victor Perez. Here's a guy that at the TPC Sawgrass, uh, the Players' Championship, had to hole a bunker shot to make it. Here's this guy, though, that he's coming in as the cheapest option in his group as the B seed. Certainly can get hot very quickly. We're going to need a low-owned guy. So I know Sung JM, he's the favorite in this, playing pretty well, too. You also got Mark Leishman and Russell Henley there. So it's a really tough grouping. However... Because of that, his ownership is going to be about 1%. So you don't need to go that heavy on him, especially if you're MMEing, to try and get leverage there. And he's a guy that I think can sneak out of that group where basically nobody will have. Think about Lucas Beauregard a couple of years ago. Similar situation that I have with Victor Perez here. So I like him. Again, I'll probably have a little bit more Sung JM and a little bit more Russell Henley than I do Victor. But he's in my player pool this week, uh, whereas some other spots say like Adam Long, not in my player pool in the Dustin Johnson grouping. 
So Victor Perez, I think he's got a little bit better of a chance to beat Dustin Johnson than, say, Adam Long. Uh, I'm sorry, can beat Sung J.M. a little bit more than Adam Long could beat Dustin Johnson. So there's my theory there on my two low-priced PGA DFS sleepers for the WC match play. Now, we're going to my little more high-priced sleepers, and the first one I'll talk about is Jason Day. Day, couple-time winner here at Austin Country Club, and he's in good form. The only problem is, and this is why his ownership is low, he's in a really tough grouping. I mean, when you got to go up against Andrew Shoffley, it's always going to be a little tough. But you also got to go up against Scotty Scheffler and then Andy Sullivan, who has a little bit of experience. But that Scotty Scheffler versus Jason Day matchup, I think, is going to be pivotal to who ends up going on. Andrew Shoffley just not in great form. The other two guys certainly in much better form. So I like Jason Day. Scotty Scheffler's a little bit higher owned. Jason Day's coming in roughly right around 10% this week. Whereas Scotty Scheffler... He's coming in a little bit higher. Some people obviously think that with him being from Texas can oust Xander Shuffle there at the top spot. So I'm going to look for Jason Day as the pivot in this grouping. Okay, my last two. Well, they're two of my favorites here uh, each and every week. And for some reason, people don't want to roster Patrick Cantlay this week when I think that his draw is actually quite good. Given the fact that he's not really going up against anybody that I would consider in great form, except for Brian Harmon, who is a bit of a match play specialist. So he's also got Hideki Matsuyama not playing well, Carlos Ortiz not playing his best golf. So I think the matchup Cantley versus Harmon will likely depict the winner there. And it looks like most gamers would rather roster Brian Harmon in this range, coming in just about 4 or 5% projected higher than Patrick Cantley. So with that, I'll take Cantley. It's not like his uh, sweet 16 matchup is that hard either. It could be a Patrick versus Patrick matchup with Patrick Reed coming out of that next group. So love Patrick Cantley to get to the Elite Eight here where he might face off against Jordan Spieth. Wow, how about that? Uh, That could happen. Or Justin Thomas. So I do like Patrick Cantley a good bit this week. And my top PGA DFS sleeper of the week in match play. If you are going against a guy that is putting every shot within three to five feet, it has got to be tilting. So let's go with Colin Morikawa. It's going to be his first time at the WGC match play. It's going to be under 10% owned. I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's because his second matchup, his Sweet 16 matchup, I should say, looks like it could be difficult. Looks like it could come from Victor Hovland there. But his grouping, Billy Horschel, not in great form. Max Homa, that could give him a little bit of uh, trouble there. Certainly Max Homa playing the best golf of his career. And JT Poston, not playing great, but we know he can get super hot with the putter. So even if Poston puts it to 50 feet away and Morikawa's sitting there with a three-foot birdie, Poston could make it on top of him and Morikawa miss. So that could happen. However, I think that Morikawa ends up breezing through and that next matchup versus Victor Hovland will be the big one. If he ends up winning that, he's going to meet Bryson DeChambeau in the Elite Eight. But Elite Eight is fine. We can, if you are roster six of six Elite Eight, you've got a, a massive chance to win here this week. So that will do it for my PGA DFS top five sleepers for the WGC match play. Again, if you want to go quickly with me, five to one, we've got Eric Van Royen, Victor Perez, Jason Day, Patrick Cantlay, Colin Morikawa. So until next time, everybody, join me for the PGA DFS top five fades coming up right after this. And until next time, everybody, thanks for joining, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers. Cheers.